All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I hate to break the fishing news up, Ramchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down, Ramchuk. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Welcome in to episode 279. I almost called it the Oilers Nation pregame podcast. It is not. It is Nation Real Life, but you should check out that other podcast I just mentioned. Uh, this one is brought to you by Oodle Noodle, 14 locations in Edmonton, and one coming to Kingsway? That looks sick. Kingsway, yeah. We're relocating one of our locations to Kingsway Mall, so it's an interesting opportunity for us to test the food court model. Have you ever been in a sense. food court? Like as Oodle uh, Noodle, not you personally. Me, me, as, me as Jay, yes. Uh, as, as Oodle Noodle, no. As JR. <laughs> JR. Yeah. The, the big Turk food court. Which, which, which location is moving? Uh, downtown 104. Oh, so it's, lease, it's, lease, it's leases up at the end of September, and we got offered an interesting opportunity in Kingsway, so we're relocating it to there. Uh, which will still allow us to serve post-pandemic bar crowd at our other downtown location. Um, delivery hub, downtown one. And, and delivery hub, so it's all good. But Don't pay attention, Nate people. Nate people. Nate yeah. people, pay attention. You know? We can feed Nate. I used to go to Kingsway, so when I was at Nate, I used to walk over. I'd have like $12 or whatever, and I would go and I would have lunch, and then I would buy a sports-like ticket. That was my routine. It's a hell of a combo. Great. I used to always go to the Arby's that was there. RIP. Oh, RIP. RIP a lot of Arby's, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but back to Oodle Noodle. The thing we need to I gotta keep hammering home because they are launching, I think, tomorrow. So check out on the Skip the Dishes app. 
uh, and in store, banana spring rolls are launching. So let me ask you a question. Is this essentially uh, like in my head, this is what I was thinking, like a banana pancake Thailand style rolled up and deep fried. It, 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 it's not far off of that, right? It's essentially, it looks like a spring roll. It's wrapped like a spring roll. It looks like a spring roll, but it's got delicious hot banana inside. That's what she said. And awesome Nutella dip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. I would murder a banana pancake, pancake right now. So I love yeah. the idea of this. Yeah, it's, 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 it's exactly, it's, it's very close to that. And that's like why it has cream. to be. Oh, yes. who's that? Hello, Anya. Hello, 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 hello. Do you guys have any of like the fake fruit flavors that drive you nuts? Like, I like bananas, but I don't like the taste of like, like a banana smoothie. You know when it's like the fake? You can tell it's the fake banana flavoring. I don't like that. That drives. Do you me nuts. remember? Do you remember Mojo's? Yeah. Do you remember Mojo's as a chewy yes. candy? Yeah, I yeah. love Mojo's. Did you like banana Mojo's? No. Okay. I you don't like the funny? fake flavoring. I, I I go the opposite way. I love like cherry cheesecake or like cherry like jam or anything cherry, but I cannot like if you have a cherry in a Shirley Temple, they make me sick. I can't eat those like those cherries. Kind of, yeah, those kind of cherries. I love they like the BC cherry with the pit in them, but I like absolutely love like cherry cheesecake. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Yet I hate cherries. I could you eat like, one you, jar of maraschino cherries in a sitting. I love those I could, I, oh. I could eat a box of chocolate-covered cherries. Huh? Or maraschino cherry. Not a maraschino cherry. That's what's inside. But anyways, chocolate-covered cherries. Yeah. Um, that's interesting, though. Yeah. Anyways. A same thing food takes on the podcast lately. Yeah, we have there been. We're been. slowly turning into a food podcast. Well, speaking of food, I just had a del- uh, new to the Little Brick menu. Just had the um, turkey sandwich, and it was delightful. The pictures on Insta look great. The two menu items at Little Brick that I will never forget as long as I live are the time you guys did. I think it was an applewood smoked pulled pork sandwich. Oh yeah, that was fucking unbelievable. Like I just, I oh my mouth is like ah, salivating thinking about it. And the mac and cheese, I love that mac and cheese. Mm, yeah, mac I used to do a, a smashed egg back in the day. I was a big yeah. Big that's the one I was gonna say. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah, I, I, I'm breakfast sandwich for life. Uh, uh, Monday to Friday, I probably get it. If I'm here five days, I probably get three out of five days. But if I'm here on the weekend, our breakfast specials get real interesting. But uh, our Benny, our Benny with the potatoes is so good. Hmm. There so you good. have it. There's the food corner on the Real Life Podcast. Uh, yeah. I want to talk a little hockey because this has a tie into the nation as well. Um, that Capitals-Rangers <laughs> game last night. Hockey oh, has a tie into the to the nation? No, like the Capitals-Rangers game would have okay. a tie into the nation as well through the website hockeyfights.com, Jay. Um, that game last night <laughs> was... It's an was, internet company. Yes, like your shirt, your MJ. It's a podcast. People don't know I'm wearing a shirt that says Oilers Nation Internet Company. Or a shirt that, at all. That hockey, game, that hockey game last night broke your website. Multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Multiple times. Hockey fights went down last night. So Tyler, Tyler yeah. set the scene and then we'll go into the business because it was hilarious. All of a sudden there was a scramble to get hockey fights back up last night and it wasn't just once. So basically, if you, if you only pay attention to the Oilers, what you'd be missing around the NHL right now is this. Tom Wilson beat the shit out of Pavel Buchnevich in a scrum. Artemi Panarin came into the scrum. Tom beat Wilson. Beat the shit out of Pavel. Whatever. I'm not even going to get him into the go, fucking debate. Go, go ahead. Go. go ahead. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. 
punching someone while their face is in the ice in the back of the head, <laughs> I consider that beating the shit out of someone personally, um, <laughs> or at least attempting to. Artemi Panarin jumps into the scrum. Tom Wilson says, I'm not done there. Grabs Panarin by the hair, essentially throws him to the ice. Tom Wilson stands in the penalty box, flexes, flexing. looks like a looks like a dipshit for a few he was minutes. Flexing. He stood up yeah, in yeah. the penalty box and <laughs> oh, do you know just... the backstory? Do you know the backstory to the flexing though? No. Okay. Well then there we go. Anyways, carry on. Anyway, so Wilson Will yeah, yeah, what is God it? God forbid you should tell us the backstory. It, does, it doesn't matter. No, no context has been provided to this whole event whatsoever. So I'll could you provide it to on. me so I could get a balanced yeah, understanding? JR, JR, this is how this thing works. He provides just the clip notes details, and then we provide our context. That's kind of how this thing works. <laughs> no, no, because this is he's 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 teeing up why hockey fights melted tonight. He's not talking about the incident that led to the game that melted hockey fights. So I'm just no, when I hear exactly certain takes, he, I'm like, no, exactly, exactly what Beg Milk said was you tee us up with the basic clip notes version of it, and then we'll all give our 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 sense of it all. Sense of what? Sense of why hockey fights melted last night? No, well, it's nobody all cares about, about hockey fights melting last night. We were just going to talk about around the NHL. If you missed it, this is what's happening. If you're just an Oilers-centric hockey fan. Are you still reeling from the little Twitter battle we had after the hockey game? When the four Are you guys fighting during the holidays? Through? Are you fighting after Clint's No, medicine? not what, what I, I'm geez, Chalmers. I think you want me to be like that, but I'm talking, I'm, I'm coming after <laughs> some of the takes or Remchuk has trying to articulate the event that was. That's he doesn't all. have a take yet. He's just telling us the, Oh, I, he has a take. Can you Remchuk? He has a take because the oh, tone yeah. and the words he's using to describe the event. So anyways, the human the sexual tension on this podcast with a knife today. <laughs> so anyways, where was I? The human rat himself, Tom Wilson, was flexing in the penalty <laughs> box. And, <laughs> and uh, he wasn't suspended for it. NHL proving why it's a joke league and pretty much forgotten south of the border. A joke uh, league, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I Wilson could just see a fucking vein coming out of Jay's head right now. Be careful. <laughs> we can't afford the fine it's a, a, say, a take like that provides. <laughs> so the NHL doesn't suspend Tom Wilson. They fine him $5,000. The Rangers are pissed. They put out a statement saying George Peros should be fired. In the meantime, the Rangers go fire their president, fire their GM because their owner's a fucking nut. And uh, then the next night, right off the opening faceoff, bang, three fights. I think there ended up being five fights in the first 45 seconds of that game. Shout out to our boy Dan, who was probably just moving those fingers as fast as he could, getting all those fights up. And that's everything you need to know is that Tom Wilson basically got the Rangers president and GM fired and then started a brawl over 24 hours or almost 48 hours later. Okay. So now JR, so where should we this start is the with part, this? This is, this is the part where JR gets to say why he thinks, what, what his view of the whole situation is. Well, no. Um, uh, and not. then that's why hockey fights melted down and there had to stop go. working because there were so many fights <laughs> and so many people. No, wanted I want to know them. why he fought. Why did Tom Wilson go so bananas? Because he's a psycho. Jay, are you withholding a key insight into Tom Wilson that you don't want to share with the class? No, I just don't want to get too deep into the the, the event that led to all this stuff. But to talk about <laughs> to talk about the firing of um, the coach and the GM, that is President more so. GM. GM. That's that's more so them wanting to separate themselves from that they're. 
Does not. Yeah. I uh, well, Jay Aaron and that's cutting out a little bit. So I'll hop in. Um, basically Frank Saravalli <laughs> of the DFO rundown. Um, you may know him from other places as well. Uh, he nope. is reporting that this has been stewing for, <laughs> nope. this has been stewing for a while. And basically this was the statement. And then Gorton and Davidson, I almost forgot their names running Gordy. around. <laughs> they running around saying that they weren't a part of it that irked the owner and was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. So like this had a bit of a role in the firing. I don't think it had nothing to do with it. It had something to do with it, but this was brewing for a while. James Dolan hasn't been happy with the way things don't fuck with James Dolan. He purposefully makes the Knicks crappy every year for no reason. (laughs) Don't fuck with him or he'll ruin the Rangers and fire everybody. Uh, It's funny because isn't there rumors that like, isn't Messier coming to join the organization in some capacity? Ooh. Yeah, did you hear did you hear his quote he's like oh. the reason i like the washington capitals or or not the washington capitals he goes i think the team i need to build is a team that can play in the streets and play play in the alleys and play in the streets basically like there's you want a lady in the street about, but a freak in the bed that says a freak yeah? in the bed. Mm. basically that the that the capitals are, or that the rangers are soft is messier being, coming to be new john davidson i don't know he should be uh, Chris Drury has already been promoted to president and GM, but I could see Messier coming around in like an advisor role, he, especially if he is like tight with Dolan or something. Absolutely. He can't. Yeah. He's got to do those Tide commercials. And Lays. He's a big, big Tide guy now. Yep. Did I ever tell you guys about the time I took a boat tour this summer in Canmore and the guy who was giving the boat tour, remember the Mark Messi commercial where he's like around Alberta being like, Connor, right? <laughs> There's the yeah, scene yeah. where he's fly fishing in the mountains and the guy who gave me my boat tour was like, yeah, that was, I was in charge of setting that up, putting them on a boat, finding a good spot, like doing everything. And he said that when they shot that commercial, the NHL was, or the people doing the commercial were worried that he wouldn't actually catch a fish. Right. So they just brought a fish up in a styrofoam cooler. And by the time they got to the top, it was dead. And then they just threw it in the water. And he says, if you watch the commercial, like the fish Messier pulls out is like dead as fuck. Like not even moving. <laughs> oh no. Anyways, Connor, um, Connor pulls a dead fish out of the river. So you're a big uh, Tom Wilson guy. Hey, Jay. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I, I like a certain type of hockey. If Tom Wilson did that to Connor McDavid, what would your reaction be? If he pulled Connor McDavid by the hair and threw him to the ice and McDavid was out for the rest so, of the year. Okay. Let's qualify that. I don't want to get too deep in this, but does Connor McDavid why jump? Why not? Just, just why? fucking wait. Just shut up. Just wait. Does Connor McDavid <laughs> jump on his back first is, to qualify getting his hair pulled and throw down to the ice? Is Connor McDavid happen? only jumping on his back? Cause Tom but Wilson's is, punching Leon Drysaddle in the back of the head while he's face down in the ice. Okay, so then is Connor McDavid the guy to even go and do that then? Or is that Darnell Nurse? But it doesn't or matter. Or is that Jujar Panarin's Kara. going in to try get it a guy off his teammate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is hair pulling allowed now? That's something we're applauding. That's like what a noble, good hockey player does is pull a guy's hair and throw him to the ground when he's not wearing a helmet. That's Bush League. And That's here's, shit. Here's the thing. And here's the thing. He does it once, and then Panarin gets up, which as, as one who's in a vulnerable position would do. And I just don't feel like the second throwdown was you know necessary it's kind of like like jay i know i know what i know what's going on with jay right now he likes tom wilson he likes the way tom wilson plays i also do this harkens back to a hit he made in the playoffs and we there's there's lots of parts of tom wilson's game that i really like i like the fact that he's a five million dollar a year guy who can play 
all aspects of hockey, but it cannot be. I'm not even trying that- to defend Tom Wilson is all it does. And that's why I don't want to get too far into this. Cause I'm going to upset a bunch of people. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then like, all, like right, it's, well. it's all those things you just screamed and happened and just, and just cried about your M Chuck. Like yep. that, like think about how fast that was and think about, it doesn't matter if that's Tom Wilson, if that's Ryan Reeves, if that's any kind of fucking heavyweight and you're yeah. a lightweight jumping on their back, you're not expecting a reaction. Like that's I think the you're, fucking I issue. Think, I think you're expecting a reaction within the rules, or you're not expecting to be again grabbed by the back of your head and thrown to the ice. Like I just think Wilson's a fucking lunatic. So is jumping man. on a guy's back within the rules. I think I think jumping on the his back already is violated. a little bit of a. We've already violated the rules. Okay, but if we're going back to who did it first, it's Wilson punching Buchnevich in the back of the head while he's you know helpless in a scrum. Like there's number one. So. I just I don't I didn't like the play from Wilson. I didn't like that the NHL didn't suspend him. This is the same guy who took a run at Brandon Carlo. And they should have suspended him. They should have. They should have. They should have. Season. I I, the I think the Tom Wilson season. should. I think Tom Wilson should have got suspended. I agree. I, I just think the idea that like Panarin's in the wrong for this and people are running around being like, well, someone on the Rangers has to be able to step in and deal with Wilson. Well, fucking Panarin tried, man, and whatever it's it's a whole fucking thing we can move on from it though so we exactly don't that's why we shouldn't get it exactly this was really we weird suspended. yeah, it weird. yeah it's super weird bag milk <laughs> i gotta agree it's just super weird we're our hockey podcast and we're gonna we're not gonna talk about the biggest story in hockey right now what's yeah, it we, 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 we can we can definitely talk about it talk away about it i i was i was shocked wilson wasn't suspended i really was so then when that like last night kicked off i admittedly i didn't expect whatever it was six heights in the first yeah. four and a half but the uh the player the nhl department of player safety they kind of made their bet on that one in my opinion i don't i think yeah. that there's some shit probably would have gone down last night if tom wilson was suspended but not suspending him just like it lit the fuse yeah how many games is buchnevich gonna get for cross-checking mantha in the he, teeth well, even got, that? He got, i'm gonna new say york, one or the two new york rangers the new york rangers just got fined a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, but that's for saying what they said. Never the shouldn't you get don't anything. Do that. I think never shouldn't get anything. So a cross check to the mouth is it a completely legal watch. play within the rules of the game of ice hockey in North America. Watch the whole clip. What does Mantha do? Mantha gives him one, two, three, four whacks in the back of the leg. Buchnevich is not engaging with him whatsoever. The play starts going back the other way. Mantha turns around to come back at Buchnevich. And Mantha is getting ready to cross-check him. Buchnevich in self-defense, he got more of him with his hand than his Whoa. stick. Whoa. That's a hot take, man. Whoa. You, you got to be in control Whoa. of your stick. You can't cross-check somebody in the face. Even in, in, self-defense. Uh, in self-defense? So, oh, yeah. Buchnevich goes and takes a run at Mantha. Mantha whacks him a couple times to get his attention to see if he wants to engage. Buchnevich, Buchnevich I'm watching it right away, now. Okay. Skates away. Mantha skates away. Play, the play is going away. Then all of a sudden it comes back and now they're engaged and looking at each other. And Mantha wasn't, wasn't beelining it for Buchnevich. They just naturally was, was going that way. And Buchnevich's first reaction, Mantha's hands are down is to fucking cross check him in the mouth. Okay. Let's I'm going to watch the, I have the clip right here. I'm going to watch it and give my play by play. What happens? Pavel Buchnevich comes over shoulder on shoulder into the boards. Buchnevich actually falls down. Mantha gives him a swipe on the head. Gives him one whack in the back of the leg, two. Here comes yep. number three. 
and skates away. Play goes away. Play is going the other way. And for some reason, even though the puck is going down the ice one way, Mantha turns around to go back at Buchnevich. Something something happens to have the play shift back. Not on the replay I'm watching. Every other player is skating north, and Mantha is coming right back south at Buchnevich. Even if he does, though, it doesn't it doesn't justify a cross check to the face. He got more hand than stick to the face. I will doesn't be, matter. Look at no, this it does guy matter. And also, and also, and also, a cross also, check to the face is a cross just, check to the face. It's like you're talking out of both sides of your mouth right now on this one. Yeah, exactly. You Not can't have it both Not ways. You can't have it both ways. If the NHL is setting a precedence that Wilson doesn't get suspended for what he does, Buchnevich better not get anything for what he did because the door is open. Well, that I agree with. I still think and also suspended though, and I think what? I, I agree. I agree. Wilson should. I agree. Wilson should have been suspended. Hundred percent. I'm never. Did, I'm never not going to be of that camp. And again, but, I'm just. I'm watching this, and Mantha has two sticks going right at Buchnevich as well. <clears throat> Buchnevich just got on top of him, so Buchnevich's options there are self defense, fight back, or I'm going to let this guy cross check me in the head instead of me skate, getting him. Skate away. No, that's conjecture. Though you it, can it, say it, Mantha. It's, was it's not like it's not head. like he's in a tractor being. But look at his hands. Look at Mantha's hands. Look at where Mantha's hands are going until Buchnevich gets on top of him. Skate away. He did it the first time. Yeah, he did it. Well, the thing is, it's just one wrong isn't making another wrong correct. But no, the NHL believe, is saying that it is. And I believe that you guys are talking like, you know, there's a line that I have in my head where I see. You know, I like a lot of hockey. I don't think a lot of what Tom Wilson does is dirty. I think he's one of the biggest hitters. Um, but there's like this fine line that I think in hockey that there's like unwritten rules. Number one, you don't go for somebody's head with your stick, no matter if it's a cross check, a slash, it does not matter. Number two, you don't like punch a guy in the fucking head with a glove on when he's not while looking. I hate that. And number mm-hmm. three is if a guy doesn't have a helmet on, the only thing you cannot do is put him in a position where he could bounce his head off the ice. That shit is fucking too far. And Agreed. to do it once, to then to do it twice, like these, the cross check to the face and the throwing down, they are two different things to me. They, uh, in the pantheon of the things that I hate to see in hockey, the head hitting the ice is number one, the worst. A cross check to the face, it's just above the line you know it's bad it shouldn't happen but it's not as egregious as putting a person in a fucking position where they could bounce their head off of the ice but no one's saying that 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 action is is good i I, we all agree that that's terrible i don't know i I was shocked i was honestly shocked tom wilson wasn't suspended i really was but if you take that one out i still think like as a single play Bushnevich should also be suspended. Now, whether or not George Peros actually suspends him, that's a, that's a fucking another conversation entirely. That is a completely separate argument. But as a singular event, I believe it's suspendable, just like I believe Tom Wilson was suspendable. JR, do you agree with the, with the statement that George Peros is unfit to continue in his role? Oh, I'm curious because like, I, just, I just don't know. No, I'm, that was aggressive. I'm not, I'm not like, trying to fuck geez. around. I, I just want to know what he thinks. No, it seems like, like a a wrestling statement more than something you'd get from an NHL team to me. Yeah. Like that was, I was blown away with that statement blown away. And you know that there's repercussions with doing that. You can't attack the league like that. Like you saw when Doug Wilson got fined a hundred grand for his comments, just reciting the rules 
that were used to call to 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 uh, suspend Rafi Torres and basically essentially resetting the rules and just saying he doesn't agree with it. And that got him fined. And then I was actually shocked the fine was only 250 grand. I was like, that's going to be like a million bucks because like that's 10 times, 100 times worse of a statement than what Doug Wilson had to be fined 100 grand. It was like it was like the emotional email that somebody sends after they've been wrong. Like, should have maybe implied the twenty uh, four hour rule to that one. <laughs> and that's what makes me think think it's the owner that like those are the owner's words because like of course like, it's the owner's words. Yeah, like they get emotional, right? So like I'm like, oh, like then there's no one that can stop that from going out. Where if that was like the coach, there'd be like a PR team or something. There'd be a layer there to stop that from becoming public. I don't think Bag Milk and I have ever disagreed on something like this. It feels weird. It's bound to happen, buddy. You yelled at me. I'm rattled. Uh, yelled at you. Uh, <laughs> you. This is hardly yelling. Well, the Rangers are going to be a little short on cash, so they're going to have to save up. So maybe they can <laughs> take advantage of one of our many promo codes, like the one we have at <laughs> manscaped.com. Well done. Well done. <laughs> We're also extending yeah. the offer to Jeff Gordon and John Davidson, who might need to clean themselves up a little bit before their next job interviews. Manscaped.com has you covered. Head over there. Go to the Canadian site. They got the Canadian special at the top. And also, do you guys see this? I'm sitting here now feeling like a peasant with my lawnmower 3.0 because there's the new lawnmower 4.0. They're taking it to Come another on. level. Get Room for here. a third testicle. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Could they possibly Potentially. make it better? How could they make it better? That's a good question. It's uh, It was just announced today. It's the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. New features include multifunction on-off switch. Don't even know what that means. It's so personal tax yeah, it, services. Yeah, but it's six minute app. <laughs> A travel lock, (laughs) wireless charging, two adjustable guards, tri-level charging and power indicator, 4,000K LED spotlight with a diffuser. What? Overcharging and over-discharging protection circuit, two-toned black finish. Lawnmower 4.0 promo code, real life at manscaped.com gets you 20% off and free shipping. Pretty soon, we're going to have a chip put in our heads by Manscaped, and your balls will trim themselves as soon as you get an update. You know, it's going to happen. I don't know. I mean, I want to, ch- I want to shave my balls, but you have a one tone. This is a two tone. <laughs> I don't know if I want the second tone. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> so write that down. The 4.0 will be two toned, or I'm not the founder of Manscaped. Imagine was the conversation. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm reading an interesting story right now. Um, oh, during a podcast. Yeah, I am. I <laughs> Big multitasking. Yeah, I'm also watching the Jays game at the same time. Zero, zero, bottom of the first. Interesting. ESPN, this is from Sean Shapiro, Dallas Stars reporter. ESPN is courting Wayne Gretzky to join their broadcasting team when they take over the NHL rights. What? <laughs> Anyway, so Wayne Gretzky potentially being added into uh, into the mix on ESPN. I don't think it happens. Like he seems like a guy who's pretty happy with where he is with the Oilers. I can't have this to be honest. I can't have it. I can't have it. I need playoff Wayne. That's what I need. I'm selfish. They should let him into the arena and just let him be there the whole playoff run this year because he was the best part of the crowd. Yes. Put him like, and I want to put him like six rows up from the bench so that when we get the wide angle, we can see him up there. Yeah. I, I, I don't like it. ESPN can kick rocks. I need Wayne around for playoffs. So well, doesn't he have a really long-term deal with the oil where like, it's probably not exclusive though. 
Yeah, it might not be. Apparently, ESPN or the sources with the situation aren't sure if he's interested, but ESPN hasn't been told no by Gretzky. So yeah, maybe maybe he just hasn't sent the email. It's good for yet. the game if he does it. Oh, it would be great. I don't know he's, if it is. He's what? so marketable. Everybody knows Wayne Gretzky, yeah. whether you're a hockey fan or not. Americans yeah. being introduced to the game or reintroduced, having the great one talk. Oh, yeah. Think yeah, about I think, so. our bo- think our bo- our boy Gabriel in uh, in uh, Brazil. Brazil. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for Wayne Gretzky being huge enough and and putting hockey on the map to be to, to have everything everyone everyone hates Chris want to make an episode about going to a Rangers game. Like Gabriel doesn't become an Oilers fan. I don't know. I I'm not sure if he's. Mm, does he have the flair? You know, and I know that sounds dumb because he's the great one, but like, does he have the broadcasting flair and like ability to draw people in with his analysis? Or is this just something where like the it's great for promo, it's great on the billboard, tune into intermissions with the great one, Wayne Gretzky. Wow, I'll but then do when it. You, but then when you actually tune in after like oh. a month, are you gonna be like, meh? No. So let me get this right. You th- you like Pavel Buchnevich more than Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> wow. I just think it's undeniable who was the better Ranger. We should all refuse wow. to talk to each other. We should all wow. refuse to talk to each other for the next four minutes. And just have yeah. dead so air. This, re- this episode should be called your Remchuk hates Gretzky. Wow. No, I I just wonder if like, one, I wonder if he's actually going to take it. I think it's probably a I don't point. think he will. Why would like... Yeah. And also, I just, if you're ESPN, I think you might be able to get, like, we're talking about the NHL's equivalent to Charles Barkley, right? That's who no, ESPN and TNT no, should no, be going at. No, and no. Wayne isn't that. Wayne isn't that guy. You're talking about the best hockey player of all time. Charles Barkley is not that. No. What I'm saying is ESPN and TNT are trying to find hockey's equivalent to Charles Barkley in terms of someone who can you know, in a way, transcend the way the broadcasts are done, okay. the way Chuck and Shaq did. And what I'm saying is Wayne isn't Chuck for a handful of reasons. One, Chuck isn't the best basketball player of all time. Wayne's the best hockey player of all time. Okay. But number two, Chuck. But, Charles oh, Barkley. Barkley. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> is is I Wayne know, I Gretzky. I didn't know we called him Chuck. <laughs> we call him Chuck. If you're tight I didn't with know him, we like called him the, I, didn't, I didn't know we called him the best basketball player of all time either. Yeah, that's did? us. You, you did. did. Tell her you're in Chuck. When the, the so Charles Barkley, <laughs> Charles Barkley threw Charles Oakley to the floor by his hair, and we're not talking about it. I said Charles Barkley is not the greatest basketball player of all time. Wayne Gretzky is the best hockey player of all time. That's like I'm comparing the two here in terms of you know what, whatever. What's <laughs> the point Charles of me even having better, fucking takes for the rest of this podcast? Is Charles Barkley <laughs> better at hockey than Wayne Gretzky is at basketball? That's what I want to know. Oh, that's good. I'd like to We're see going that. deep. You got to think Wayne can... Wayne I mean, would, Charles yeah. couldn't skate, but Wayne could hit a... Uh, well, I, I was so impressed when they had that race with Pele, Sugar Ray Leonard, I can't remember who else, and Wayne Gretzky. And he God, the just, 80s were a different time, eh? Just make them race. Them. <laughs> yeah, they don't like... They got to do that kind of stuff again. Like, that's good content. Wasn't like, Wayne Gretzky, the, like, 15 years younger than everyone else in that race or something? Uh, he might have been. But, like, the Pro he Stars cartoons. <laughs> like, what about reuniting the cartoon with Bo Jackson and Wayne Gretzky and Michael Jordan? Yeah. that Like, like let's, like, we uh, we got to do that stuff again. It was Who would good that be right champions. It'd be Connor McDavid. It would be yeah. LeBron James. <laughs> or 
and it would you be need a multi-sport guy though it I would feel be like. mike trout or like uh uh otani because the thing about pro stars if you guys remember is that bo jackson had a, a variety of skills because he was a multi-sport guy you gotta get that religious quarterback what's his nuts he went and played Baker's baseball. mayfield my boy tim tebow but he's now back playing football at a new position he is they signed, yeah. they signed him too today no they didn't they well, did. that means nothing. Still, in the NFL being signed means nothing. Unfortunately, you know, Chalmers. Yeah. Speaking of uh, foosball, I saw an interview with Ricky Williams the other day. Oh, like he's a bet. He's so well spoken and interesting. Oh yeah, I couldn't he's believe so- it. He was on the No Jumper podcast. I think it was No Jumper, and he was like explaining why he signed with Master P. And remember that crazy ass contract that he signed? Yeah, with the Saints. Yeah. And he was explaining like why it made perfect sense at the time. His signing bonus was like the largest in NFL history or something. And he was like, that's all I need. I just needed that money. And then I want to keep my salary low so I can play in a good team. I was like, Ricky Williams, you're not who I was led to believe. No, he's awesome. He's really like, he's a good speaker. I've heard about, I've heard of him on a lot of podcasts and he's, he should have his own podcast to be honest with you. Not like DFL legend, Ricky Williams. Yeah. 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 He, I thought he was like a like a John, like not like Johnny Manziel, but just like a problem child. Like I thought he was a troubled dude. He didn't come off no, as a troubled just, dude at all. No, no, he was, just, he was just like the first guy to get caught up in like smoking weed, and when smoking weed wasn't as well, smoking weed, but also like there was a lot of different things he did. Right, like he was explaining how he elected to he wanted to be the all time best in the NCAA, so he stayed in college football for another year, and like people were giving yeah. him so much shit. He's like, well, I he's thought like, being the number one NCAA guy was like pretty amazing. I thought that was really interesting. He's like, people were so mad at me for not getting drafted. Yeah, he was really eccentric too. Like he would just take off. He would like not show up, not answer his phones and stuff. Like he was like, oh that really? Kind of thing, right? Oh yeah, he was. He, he was. Um, he's a recluse. Uh, like he's a recluse. Like, yeah, yeah. He lived, he lived in a, a tent hundred. in Australia when yeah. he left. When, very, when he left the game, he lived in a tent in Australia. In his very first po- uh, very first interview after signing as a rookie. He did it with his helmet on. He didn't want to be out there to feel like naked without a helmet on. So he wore his helmet. Yeah. That's he's cool. even playing in a game. That's cool. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Anyways. Sounds cool. Yeah, it's cool, eh? Cool. You know what Ramchuk? else is cool? Thoughts? Ramchuk Fucking Oilers like just stomping on the Canucks at will, and they're just going to march into the playoffs. And then we all get to have playoff parties it's gonna be the shit you know this episode's all sorts of fucked up when it is indeed one yay bringing us back onto the rails (laughs) 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 well the the, your emptor just said the fact that we're gonna we could clinch home ice tonight is amazing but like the mccentury is real it is happening oh yeah he's gonna i think i he, he could get it by the weekend Josh T. Park, dear friend of the show, uh, tweeted a string of McDavid facts. Mm-hmm. Shocking. It's um, like, if Connor McDavid didn't have a left leg or an eye, he'd still be the best NHL player. And his second assists qualify him to be third in league scoring and all this crazy shit. You want some McDavid facts from Josh T. Park? Hit me! McDavid's 1.82 points per game is on pace to finish as the best over a full season since Mario Lemieux in 1995-96. What's most impressive about that is if you think about the shape Connor McDavid is in and you think about the shape poor Mario was in in that season, being ill and whatnot, it's insane. Mario Lemieux's records have stood the test of time. Number two, McDavid's assist alone 
could finish third in the NHL scoring this year. <laughs> Number three, McDavid's even strength points alone are still top 10 in NHL scoring. He has 61. Put that in your course ERM, Chuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll build a spreadsheet here. McDavid's assist alone would be the scoring leader on 27 of 32, uh, 31 teams. <laughs> Bunch of bitches. McDavid's current lead in the scoring race is 18 points. Uh, Drysaddle second place. He's behind by 18. Uh, that would be the biggest gap between one and two since Yager and Solani in 1998-99. They had who and who? Points. Never even heard of them. That's what I say. Number six, McDavid has two or more points in 29 games this year. Uh, Hang on. McDavid has two or more points game. This is a weird phrasing by Josh Park on this one. He has more multi-point games this year than he does single or zero point games in total. Number seven, McDavid's point total from his three plus point games alone equals 56. Good enough for 14th in NHL scoring. McDavid has six four-plus point games this season. Dreisaitl has five. No other player has more than three. Nine teams have zero. Nine teams have zero, and he has six. Bunch of losers. If McDavid finishes with exactly 100 points in 56 games, that's 1.78 points per game. That would be a 145-point pace over 82 games, the most since Pat Lafontaine in 1992-93. He had 148 points that year. La, 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 la. What the? F- I got. Are is that was that all of them? No. One more. If this was an eighty-two game season, and McDavid didn't register another assist all year. He would still be top twenty-one assist season over the past five. Years. <laughs> Man, Josh Park had to work on his phrasing a little on this one. I think um, big English guy. Also, I had this one pulled up, and then I have a Josh Park story. McDavid has fifty-three points since March first. So if you took away the first two months of the season, McDavid would still be top 20 in NHL scoring. If you took away wow. two months of the shortened season. Wow. Uh, also, our, our boy, our boy Wheaton oil also had a hilarious uh, McDavid stat. He got 51 points in the time that Evan Bouchard sat out as a healthy scratch. <laughs> March 1st, getting a goal on Tuesday, McDavid had 51 points over that time. Bush won't get 51 points in his career, bless his socks. <laughs> no he might, actually. Well, Tip pulled him up. out, and again, this is, we know his joke, but uh, Tip had pulled him out because he didn't get an assist on McDavid, or didn't get a, an assist from McDavid on that goal. I like yep. that one. That was a good tweet. Uh, earlier today, Josh Park texted me, and he goes, hey, man, question for you. Is there a site to see all the multi-point games from the league this season? And I said, yeah, dig around NHL.com. That might show you something like straight up. I meant like go to NHL.com and go to the player stats and they should have it. And he just responded, did you really just send me the NHL website? (laughs) And then like 10 minutes later, he goes, oh, I found it on the NHL website. (laughs) Uh, He also asked me the exact same question. So he's just copy and pasting these questions out to people. Now I'm a little bit upset that Josh T. Park Uh didn't come to me first. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't authentic. <laughs> you thought it was a, it was a unique message to you. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, we were having a genuine moment that he was needed yeah. my help, but I guess not. Uh, that's unfortunate. It really is. Josh T. Park. Come on to you. I, uh, I know we usually don't get into this on this pod or any pod on the nation, but no one here seriously watched big brother Canada this year. No, I'm, I'm catching up. I'm oh, like, I started up. watching it on the, yeah. On the global app. Yeah. Okay. Problem is, can't fast forward it so i'm having to watch it pretty slow 
but just skip the Sunday episodes or Monday episodes. Yeah. So what the, the, here's the problem is, is I, I also watch global in the morning and they ran a promo today for the, for the final three. And I'm oh. still at about six. So I, I know kind of the writings on the wall and I think I could kind of write how it's going to go from here, but I have to admit, man, it's really good. Like it's really good. I, uh, I PVR'd the whole season. I've got the whole thing saved and I'll just, I might get to it. We'll see. Chalmers, do you, there's someone from the season who said they'll come on our pod. Is that something that interests you? Yeah, absolutely. All right. We should be able to is get my, that done. Our, then. Is it our boy from Red Deer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ah, yeah. I was, I've been DMing with him a little bit and he said he's down and he was just, he, I think like legally he has to wait till the end of the season or some shit. Yeah. Um, but I'm just interested. Like, I don't even really want to talk about this season. I want to talk about like the big brother experience a little bit. Cause like, I've never talked to anyone who was like on the show and shit. I'd love to just know like the, a little, a little bit of the ins and outs. I know he obviously can't tell us everything, but I think that'd be a fun conversation since we do dedicate some time in the summer to talking big brother USA. I needed a break from big brother. To be honest, I oh, feel but this like this season was so good in Canada. Well, I do have it recorded. I might get to it, but like I needed a break after BB all-stars. It was just so yeah. bad. That, that season was so bad. Bag milk. Do you know why this season was good for Canada? It's because the seasons I like the most are the ones where like the minute something comes out between like two or three people and then they call a house meeting and you just know it's going to be just fireworks. Yeah. I love a house. A lot, lot of house meetings this year. <laughs> a lot. Like, especially in the beginning, not so much now, but, uh, and just like a lot of emotion, just a lot of like, emotions that boil up and and you can tell in real time like even during the competitions they're getting in these huge fights right like yelling at each other it's uh it's good it's a mer- it's 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 the best canadian one i've ever seen because i haven't seen any of them ah. it's a big opportunity for big brother canada because the the u.s one has sucked for the last couple of years big time yeah. but i'd say the last few seasons if you were to bunch together the last like three seasons of big brother Canada and the last three seasons of big brother us Canada's blown them out of the water pretty consistently Good for us. Maybe I got to make the switch. Thing uh, is, it's I, just, I generally it's, do. I just it's the timing. If they did it in the summer and I guess they're competing with us, it's like, it's cause yeah. it's always during like the hockey time. I only got so much time to devote to television and I've got to make sure I'm watching uh shadow and bone. So I got to put that as a priority it's, over. It's big also brother. Ab- absolutely hilarious the brand placement in big brother Canada. Like, Oh, it's the best. They're they have like, no Wendy's in the one room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the best one was like, they, they, they make the, they make the haves, uh, have a, a food fight. And then the have nots have to clean it up purely <laughs> so that they can. Yeah. Purely so that they can have this big tray of like, it's brought to you by sunlight. Yeah. Go, yeah, come yeah. Out. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, okay. I figured out why they just did that little hunk of genius. Shit. Why not? It was good. I like that yeah. they just they just lean into it. Why not? Yeah, embrace yeah. it. Um, the last thing I had written down on my prep sheet here is I don't know if you saw this, but Twitter is launching a or they're testing, not quite officially launching it, but they are testing a tip jar for accounts. <laughs> so at go the on. top at the top of every account, there's going to be a little tip jar. And you can go if you, let's say I'm a big fan of bag milk, which I am. So this isn't too much of a hypothetical. And I go to his account and I click the tip jar. It'll say, do you want to pay with PayPal or cash app or whatever is available to you? And I can send bag milk 10 bucks and be like, thanks for doing everything you do, man. Love you. Well, I will be flexing that 
please tip me, but I only accept Dogecoin. Thank you. I'm thinking of saying that if you tip me, I promise to spend 100% of the money on beer. And that'll be my bit is if you want to tip me, buy me a beer, you can tip me, buy me a beer. But what do anyone have a take on this or is it kind of weird? I mean, they're trying to bring only fans into Twitter and Twitter has promised 100% of the revenue goes to the person running the account. Twitter takes no cut. It's, it's, I mean, I I know I jokingly said it's Dogecoin, but that's what Dogecoin was invented for. It was a tipping currency. People were tipping each other on Reddit. Just even when it had zero monetary value, people were tipping each other like, oh, I like the joke. I like the meme. I like whatever, whatever, whatever. Here's a little tip. So it is interesting that um, Twitter would do that. Obviously, it's going to create a weird vibe on Twitter. People just flexing their own tip jar. And being like, ah, you want to enjoy my tweets? I wonder if that's going to mean like a bunch of big accounts go private that weren't necessarily private so they they try to get something out of it. Did you guys see the Jose Canseco screenshots that came out where he writes, he tweeted out, hey guys, looking for a NFT token developer, please DM. And this guy, Ben goes, I'm Ben, I'm a token developer, please DM me. And then it's the next screenshot is a screenshot of the DM. And he just writes, Ben, are you a token developer? And the guy just responds, no way, Jose. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's so good. Got him. It's so good. Jose can say goes such a tit. Oh, he's a wild man. Remember all this stuff when he was tweeting about how tweeting out like a rod tweets on or cheats on J Lo like I have the facts all this stuff and then they broke up and he tweeted like J Lo I'm a good man I'll treat you right or something like that oh, it was so God. good and then when Melinda and Bill broke up he said Melinda Gates will be dating uh, a rod by the end of the summer oh yeah he did <laughs> also he used to end all his tweets with like contact Morgan for more info then Morgan and him had a falling out. And then he has like, please do not contact Morgan regarding anything that has to do with me. Oh, <laughs> no. I, I, I probably said this in the past, but um, I'm going to make this recommendation one more time because I just listened to the album on iTunes from front to back again. And if you haven't yet watched The Lonely Island, which is Andy Samberg and that Yorma Tacoma, do the Bash Brothers documentary about so Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire when they're oh, with so funny. the uh, Oakland A's. It's 30 minutes. It's great music. And it's a fucking hilarious watch. <laughs> I recommend it for everybody who wants to just sit there and laugh. There. It's, it's so, they say so much in the song. And it goes by so fast that you almost have to like, you'll never catch everything the first time. It's, yeah. really clever it's fucking awesome i love those guys the lonely island guys oh, oh so, my yeah, they're, god they're and the music the music is really good and they have like sia they have like uh uh sterling k brown in like a couple of songs like they and they got heim i think they have in one of the songs too like and the comedy generally holds up too like those were funny when i was in like junior high and i still get a chuckle out of them i would still oh rock god. out time on a boat yeah oh, oh yeah okay can I read you guys three Jose Canseco tweets that came in a row, but over the course of 12 days, March 28th, aliens told me that the meek will inherit the earth after the rich destroy it and colonize another planet. Uh-huh. April 4th, you can't control Bigfoot or aliens. So you can't control me either. Sure. Sure. April sure. 10th fell asleep. April 10th fell asleep and woke up to three female aliens probing me for crypto info. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow, man. All right. 
Uh, this dude lives on another planet. And then the next one, happy 420 to everyone except Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> he, at one time, he at one time was trying to sell 10 spots on a expedition yeah. into the BC forest to find Bigfoot. And it was like $10,000 a piece. This is what ruined Les Stroud. Remember Survivor Man? I love Les Stroud too. But he went bananas and like got super into Bigfoot and like started doing a Bigfoot show with people that even the Bigfoot community were like, eh. oh, that's a bummer. And now Survivor he's Man was gone, so though. He's gone now. Is the theory behind Bigfoot that there are many of them or is he really one like organism? No, many. No, no. They're, they're, like, the theory of Bigfoot is that it's, it's like a species that we just like aren't discovering or that no, they're that, like. They, they live in remote just, areas. Or they hide very well. Yeah, they're clever. Haven't you ever seen we, Harry and the Henderson? No. An old movie. Old, old well, movie. 80s yeah. movie. I think Great you could movie. befriend Bigfoot if you found one of them, yeah. Interesting. I think you'd probably knock your fucking head off. He'd be like bigger than Chewbacca. So, okay. So if you Not saw you Bigfoot. but like anyone. So if, if you see Bigfoot. You're you're advising caution and in uh, approaching Bigfoot. Look, if you guys are going to threaten uh, each other with Bigfoot beatings, we have to end this podcast because it's already weird. And if you're going to be starting to use a mythical creature as a, I'll have Bigfoot kick your dick Why off, you I'll have Bigfoot poke your eyes out. I don't know. I don't that know. had nothing to do with knocking off actually Jr. or Jay or the Squire's head. It was just anybody that went up to him. That Bigfoot probably isn't just going to be like, "Hey, dude." Yeah, so, so I'm trying to, yeah, so I'm taking that and I'm trying to Holy reference fuck. that to hockey. So Jesus, <laughs> safely, so much coffee. safely approach. Do not, do not ap- approach or poke the Bigfoot. But if you do, especially, yeah. especially I, or jump on its back. <laughs> Cause if you I do, you might get the cloth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tyler, I just what? want to ask you something, buddy. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> I saw some good news on your Twitter feed, my friend. You are Wait. backed. You are booked in for yourself to get yourself a vaccine next week. That's me slapping my bicep. Give me the needle. I'm so excited. I got in good, on. Uh, I'm getting in on Monday to go get Which my one? jab. I'm uh, Moderna. Moderna. Uh, Moderna. Respect. I'm. I'm, uh, I'm happy that you did it, man. And I'm so stoked. I'm like was, jittery. I'm so excited. I hate needles. I'm deathly afraid of needles, but oh, like, I, I don't even care. Let's do it. No, you're doing how the about, right thing, man. How about millennials just flooding the system today? I'm to thinking I might Dude, tailgate outside the pharmacy, at, like bring a grill, at, some beers. At, yeah. At one some, point, my speaker. friend was on the U, the, the uh, Alberta website or city of Edmonton or city of Alberta. I don't know. He was trying to get a, a shot just in Edmonton. And it had the number of people listed before him and how long he would be on the computer waiting to book yeah. his shot. And there was 55,902 people ahead of him. And it was going to take an hour, they estimated. Oh, yeah. That was, flood, so was, yeah, that's been flooding social media. Like, that's yeah. the thing that people need to remember. Like, sure, go through that route, but I also strongly urge you to just call the pharmacies directly and book just appointments there. Because the here's the thing. they've the, the government has opened it up now for 12 plus. We are now in another uh, uh, lockdown, and the only way to get out of this and get out of this quickly is to just get our shots. And now I'm there's sorry. no excuses. So just I'm, I'm, go and do yeah. your part. And if you go and, and if you go through the government website, which is fine as a first uh, line of of attack to get it, 
um, great. But there's some people I'm saying that aren't getting their shots who booked through it until like the end of May. So that's three weeks from now. And then the effects of that shot is two weeks after that. So essentially they're five weeks away from being able to help the situation. So I strongly encourage people to try to even move a little bit faster if you can and call pharmacies directly to see if you can get in sooner because we want the clock to start sooner on your vaccination starting to take effect. So that's what I did. I was going to say just for Jay's point is that's what I did. I got my first shot uh, on Sunday. And that's, that's exactly how I did it. It was just, it was a lot of phone calls and I was, I had to be willing to just jump at a spot that was open. So um, I strongly agree with JR. And the reason I strongly agree with JR is I'm okay with my golf getting taken away. I'm okay with the things that happen to us as adults, but do it for the fucking kids, man. My seven and 10 year old just got told they can't go to school with their friends anymore. They just got told that they can't play baseball. Summer spring hockey has been shut down that, you know, and they're resilient. They don't give a shit, but it's up to us as adults and as, you know, educated people to go and, and do the right thing for what's right for us. Also, I understand skeptics. I do. Um, I don't. Gotta, I don't. No, I mean, you got to say the right thing, right? I don't really understand how you can be skeptical if you've actually done your research. But if you're just listening to somebody, you know, somebody on Facebook and that's now all of a sudden your opinion, it's just not the right thing to do. Right. And so. I just, it breaks my heart that my kids were just living a pretty normal life. And now it's just not like, you know, for three weeks. I mean, I know it's fine, but you know, I can deal with it. My kids are resilient to deal with it, but all the people that like can't, their kids can't go to school now and it's going to just upend their lives for the next three weeks. It's fucking devastating for people, you know, not to be able to go to work, not be able to make a living uh, because now they have to care for their kids and there's just no, available care or they don't want to put grandparents at risk or anything like that it can be devastating for people man so this is this is when you look at the only way out this is the only way out so good for you tyler i'm excited for you tyler i'm very excited yeah yeah for real okay here here, here's how we end it every day every every podcast now that i'm the father of this uh this podcast i know wanya is too the pod father did you the just to fucking de- declare yourself father podcast? <laughs> I'm dad. no, no, no. I'm the father on this podcast. I'm oh, going to give uh, a dad joke every, at the end of every podcast just to make you laugh and let you go home and tell your. Oh, kids is this like the time days. where you're going to keep it 100 and you said it one time and then Jay never mentioned yeah, Irish butter again? Yeah, but this one's easy. <laughs> dad jokes are easy. So Jay, why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? In case I get a hole in one. <laughs> my man. All right. Dad, dad. <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> okay. Since you already knew the answer to that one, then I'll say another one. Uh, 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 um, I'm afraid of the, the calendar. It's days are numbered. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you wouldn't get that bag, though. You don't have a kid. I, That's true. I don't. <laughs> I love dad jokes. I try to say them every morning. I've, I, I walk a bunch of kids to school. I, you I walk a bunch of kids like, to school? That sounds vaguely so in, illegal, in but In my sure. neighborhood, we have the, my two boys, and then the next-door neighbor, there's two girls, and then there's a, a boy down the street, and then two uh, kids come from just down the street, and they all come to mind. Since we have the dog, I walk with them, um, and so I give them a dad joke every morning. Kicks, kicks, it, kicks off the morning real well. Oh, look at you. <laughs> setting the tone for a good day. Yeah. Uh, we could also end off by saying that, uh, Justin Bieber just released tour dates for 2022 and nothing in Edmonton. Really upsetting. Come on, Biebs. We we deserve it. We might have to go on a roadie. 
I'm we're going to roadies in, in 2022. We are going on all the roadies. We'll be vaccinated and licking faces. Oh, JR, are you, you golfing today? No, sir. Nah, that's too bad. I know, yeah. I know. I've got uh, because of the weather, I have to do some backyard maintenance. Charles, are you we, looking we for someone play. to golf with? Well, no, we, have, go. we have a never mind. Tyler, Pavel yeah. Busnevich uh, suspended one game. Just so stupid. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> I don't even think he had two hands on his stick. Like, oh my god. Go watch the fucking clip. He didn't like. I watched it like seven times last night. What with like, one eye closed? Oh my god. Jesus, Murphy. Oh god. <laughs> this is a fucking podcast and a half. Everybody's you all know. rattled about the restrictions, Wanya. Well, various things. Oh well, yeah, everyone's losing their minds. It's great. Last night uh, after golf, I wanted to go on a patio and have a beer at my neighborhood pub, Uncle Glenn's. But guess what? Wasn't allowed to. Oh, they got good pizza there. Oh, great pizza. Before we wrap up, I need to give some love to our friends at Twig and Berries who, uh, you know, when you get your vax and you're ready to go, you want to be looking good when you can get back out on the town. Mm-hmm. Twig and Berries is there to help you with that. When things get back to normal, look good and feel good as well with their nutsack underwear. Those things are fucking comfy. I guarantee you it's got the Uremchuk stamp of approval, which I now understand might not mean a lot to a lot of people, but still it's there. Yes, um, they got a ton of cool collaborations with their nutsack underwear. They got great clothing as well. I also got one of their hoodies the other day, the Connor hoodie. It is comfy. And that, that thing feels like rain repellent as well. Like, durable i love it anyways promo code nation 15 gets you 15 percent off and free shipping in canada on orders over 75 bucks you gotta love it twigandberries.ca oh my god your rem truck i've watched it again okay i will give you mantha turns back <laughs> i gotta go uh, i gotta Butch go too. this is outrageous navich is already <laughs> loaded to give mantha something shooting from the hip he's ready to go i love it already loaded Please oh let us God. know what you thought of the tension on this podcast, Nation Real Life yeah. on socials. Please, I would love some feedback on this one because it I'd was like very to weird what, to participate in. I'd like to see what. Um, well, two <laughs> things I'd like to see what uh, Surveyor Brett comes up with. But um, oh, what Turner? Turner? What's the account? Turner? No, uh, Turner, Turner Watson. Watson. Turner Watson. When he made that like infographic, no context. Uh, no, real life. The no whatever. context spoiler. Oh yeah. God, that was fantastic! That's like the opening of the Ozark. Yeah. That was cool. I want to say, I want to say, just for the record, that Tuesday night Twitter uh, conversation that we had after the four on three, that was a lot of fun. I had a good time with everybody. And just for the record, me and Jr. have known each other since we were ten years old or eleven years old. <laughs> I love that man with every fiber of my being. And when I get mad and we get mad at each other, it does not matter. No, always love him, and 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 so when Alan Kramer comes into the thread and is like, "Tomers, we're just joking, around. buddy." I don't give two squirts of piss. I love every bit of this. Fucking rag on me. I How, act yeah. like I'm some kind of sensitive boy or something. How in the I bag was. were you to pour a rum and coke into your shoe, drink it? Wasn't it. at all. So you just did that. I didn't have the ingredients. You got called out. I got Charles called got out. Called out and he delivered. I didn't have the ingredients for a neon Leon or whatever it is. And so I improvised your M Chuck. It's called thinking outside the box and thinking inside a shoe. You and should be suspended for doing that. <laughs> oh so I looked God. over at, I, I looked over at my, my elliptical bike or my bike. And I looked, I saw a shoe and I thought, yeah, pour a drink in a shoe and drink oh. it. Suck. Really? So well, really putting the immune system out of work out here. 
my own stuff. No I, I, I'm it's already I can't give myself a disease. Uh, well. Okay. I'm wrapping this up. I don't even know where to go anymore. Uh, Wanye's already gone. He was so sick of the podcast he left. Um, all right. This has been episode 279 of the Real Life Podcast. Shout out to Oodle Noodle, Twigger and Manscaped. Four on three. It just Four worked out so three. fucking perfect, too, because there it was so never perfect. happens. It never happens. And then I tweet out four on three coming and Chalmers is rock hard. And then instantly, Connor, Leon, boom, in. Four seconds. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's beautiful. I hope they yeah, score on another great. one today. Connor, three fantastic. points. Let's go. Keep up. Yeah, Connor, three, three yeah. points. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. This episode's over. I'm, I'm done. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details when it comes to your finances you think you've done it all you've saved you've researched and you've invested all that you can now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor yahoo finance as america's number one finance destination yahoo finance has everything you need whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market join the millions of investors who trust yahoo finance to guide them on their financial journey for comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.